You're listening to Marketing Matters on Business Radio. Welcome back to Marketing Matters here on Business Radio, Sirius XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the Patty and J.H. Baker Professor of Marketing, and I'm joined by my co-host, Americus Reed, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing and the Brand Identity Theorist. And on today's show, we're celebrating Earth Day, which happens on April 22nd. And we're looking at all sorts of things different brands are doing to celebrate Earth Day and to talk about climate change and we have kind of a change of pace here with our next guest, Dan Murphy, uh, who's the Senior Vice President of Marketing at Liquid Death, and they are announcing a very interesting new campaign to kind of celebrate Earth Day. So, Dan, welcome to our show. Oh, great to be here. And Americans and I are super psyched about talking about this new campaign. We just can't wait. But before we do, tell us a little bit about Liquid Death, just for those who don't know, and why maybe your brand is the perfect brand to do this campaign. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So Liquid Death started with an interesting observation from our CEO and founder, Mike Cesario. And that's that all the cool marketing was done for kind of unhealthy stuff, your beer and your high fructose corn syrup and your crazy energy drinks. Mm -hmm. And he had a premise that if we took some of that kind of crazy approach to marketing with something like water, we might get people to make healthier choices. And if we used uh, infinitely recyclable aluminum instead of single-use plastics... Which, which by the way, we just talked about is the Coca-Cola mistake, that they were promoting that, and that's not actually recyclable. Oh, not at all, and I'd I'd love to talk more about that. But, you know, (laughs) can we also do something good for the planet while we're having fun and kind of being this wild brand out in the space? So if you've been in a 7-Eleven, a Whole Foods, a Target, and you've seen what looks to be a beer can in the water aisle, Mm -hmm. uh, some stock person is not getting fired. It's supposed to be there, and that's us. (laughs) You know, it's funny that... Liquid Death is really a featured brand. And some I've seen some grocery stores, now that I'm aware of it, where they put it right up front in the door, you know, kind of to signal they're a cool company, you know, the cool grocery totally. store. It's really interesting. Yeah, without a doubt. And, and I think, you know, to really describe Liquid Death as a water brand is like saying a Gucci belt just keeps your pants up. I mean, we're <laughs> much more than that in popular culture right now interesting. because yep. of how we show up in the world and, mm. and what we're up to. Yeah, And no, what I love it. about this is, I was just going to say, it's, it's quintessential, Barbara, right? I mean, we're talking about water, right? So to be able to differentiate yourself so powerfully in an exceptional way that Liquid Death is able to do is just like kudos from a marketing 101 perspective. In terms I mean, of it has different- to be the, the ultimate commodity. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, America's to your point, though, what you were suggesting in our last uh, last thing, we've got these really complicated messages about climate change. And what we're really looking for is a brand who tells us the story in 30 seconds. Yeah. And to my mind, that's what Liquid Death does. It's doing that more in some ways than it is selling water, although it is selling water. You know, it's really kind of selling that message. And yeah, so that's- you know, it's going to say also to build on this, Dan. And so that message, you know, I love what you're doing here because anybody can be kind of crazy and fun and, you know, sort of on the edge. But but it, it seems like what you're doing for Liquid Death, and I want you to elaborate on this, Dan, is, is purposeful and it's strategic and it's authentic. So talk a lot about how that is 
built into the actual DNA of, of, liquid, of the Liquid Death brand. Yeah, sure. I mean, what we do in one way is really simple, but in another way is really hard. Uh, we respect people and we're real. And I had an ad career, and I, I hate to say that there is some bizarre groupthink where in those rooms, uh, people think the regular Joe on the street is running to watch an ad or cares about an ad, <laughs> when the reality is nobody likes ads. Of course. We don't make ads. <laughs> Except make the good ads. <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. We realize we're competing with everything out there, you know, that dopamine uh, slot machine in your pocket can offer. Mm. So we have to be as good or better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, kind of a lot of our brand is about this little jujitsu move where, you know, at first glance, it might appear hardcore or extreme, but secretly it's really good for you and it's mm. good for the planet. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have flavors out there and those flavors are super low calorie and no chemical and you can drink them all day. Um, and, you know, you'll hear about this ad campaign. I think a lot of people might think it's extreme, but it's also bringing great awareness to single use plastics. Okay, so let's let's talk about this. It's Earth Day. You got a new campaign out. Um, so first, tell us your campaign, and then tell us how you got there. <laughs> sure. So the, the campaign is called "Don't Fuck the Planet," and <laughs> I was told by your producer that we can we can just say the full thing on the show. So here it is. There it is. And it is an absolutely safe for work, uh, almost PSA about you know the fact that single use plastics really suck. They don't get recycled. I'll get into that. And it's starring one of the top adult film stars by the name of Cherie DeVille, uh, who's delivering that message. And I think, you know, our, our logic behind it was, you know, celebrities actually get people's attention. That's mm -hmm. why, you know, brands pay them the big dollars. You know, you recognize Justin Bieber or Scarlett Johansson or Will Smith or whoever it may be. Uh, but it will, uh, at Liquid Death, we're a startup, and we don't have the money for those folks. Mm. But there are these other people on this the internet the that, I in love. fact, are some of the <laughs> they most are very well known, most aren't recognizable they? <laughs> faces on the internet by the numbers uh, that we could actually use. Yeah. And that was our hack to to get into some minds with this campaign. I want to well, just I reiterate to... that. I just got to reiterate that because I think that is sheer genius that you're taking something that's forbidden but actually very popular and everybody knows it's very popular, a lot of awareness on it, and you're using the fact almost that it's forbidden but popular to popularize mm -hmm. your own messaging. That I just think is brilliant. America's yeah, and, and also core to our brand is is uh, not being judgy or uptight. And mm. we believe sex work is work. You know, work there's work. Mm -hmm. a, a lot of people watching it out there. So if if it was this fringe thing, it wouldn't get the views that it has. And totally. we're not there to vilify those people. Mm -hmm. And in fact, for the campaign, we had, you know, some of the top directors and, and Joanna Angel and an adult film crew. And they were some of the most professional mm -hmm. folks that we've ever worked with for any campaign. Interesting. What I love about this, and uh, you know, I'm going to take your word on it because you know I spend all my time in Bible study, so I've never heard of anybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I love this, Dan, because we, Barbara made the point earlier. She said, "Like, listen, you ha you have to cut through, and you have to do something simple. And when you just think about, listen, don't fuck with the planet. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's going to stick in your mind. This is a simple kind of message, but also kind of just detailing the powerful import." of, hey, this is something we should pay attention to in the strongest language possible. And the other fact that, you know, this is how people talk, right? So it's like, it's so relatable. It's like, it's, 
And I love what you're doing here to bring all these things together, Dan. Talk about that, you know, that, that, that decision calculus to say that we're going to do this and we're going to stand behind it because this is who we are. Yeah. I mean, like I said at the beginning, we respect our audience and we're real. And if it's the smartest thing to do, we do it. And our brand allows us to go places other brands can't. It's certainly our superpower. And we looked at this not really so much as some kind of stunt, but as a real problem to be solved. Uh, we have, you know, the people, again, driving, you know, the electric cars to the farmer's market, they get it. But the average person out there doesn't <laughs> understand that the economics are upside down for plastic recycling. Mm -hmm. And so they get this plastic bottle. They see it has something that looks like a recycling symbol, even though it's really not. And they put it in a blue bag or they put it in the garbage can marked recycling. And they rightfully think they're doing a good thing and that that uh, is resurrected as a Mountain Dew bottle at some point in the future. <laughs> When in reality, it's often shipped overseas and winds up just in another landfill, just in the ocean. So we, we took that challenge to heart and we thought to ourselves, how can we, with our resources, get that message out to as many people as possible that don't know it? How can we get them to pay attention to that message, remember that message? And this package of, you know, if, for those, you know, we're, check our Instagram, you Google it, it is safe for work. And we actually yeah. went to great lengths to ensure Cherie DeVille was not in a provocative clothes. She's not sexualized in any way. Right. I watched so, that commercial. It definitely, I, I can vouch for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and there's, there's, you know, some funny to it as well, yes. which, you know, it's, subtle. it's very, it's very subtle. well done. <laughs> so so um, let me ask you about that. Let's just talk about it in marketing terms and, and a couple things. So there's two things that can happen. One thing which would be great is that everybody shares it or it goes in all different places. So I'd like you to talk a little bit about whether that's happening. But the other thing could happen is you, even though this is your superpower, as you mentioned it, it's your DNA, you could get people annoyed with you and get some pushback. So I'm curious about both of those. If A, if you've had any pushback on it, and B, what you're sharing, what your viral kind of uh, reaction to all this campaign has been. You know, everything we do, how can you please 7 billion people on the internet? There's right. always going to be pushback. And right. We are so firm in being, you know, core to our values, and if it is right, we do it. And it, there's haters out there, and oftentimes, yep. you know, our CEO's on Twitter. He's pushing back to them and explaining that, you know, they might actually see it in a way that uh, he doesn't think is right. And we're, we're in dialogue with those folks. That oh, are that's out there. cool! I got to um, look that up. That sounds like a fun dialogue. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And and in terms of success, yeah, it it uh, spread out there. We've had you know tremendous reaction on social. It's just getting going, of course. And we've also gotten great PR. I mean, look, I'm on your show. Yeah. So it's clearly something works. <laughs> well, it's an easier thing to talk about than like all the complicated facts about recycling and how we should change our behavior. This is pretty easy to do. Yeah. Yep, indeed. So um, what are, do you have some other of these kinds of campaigns in, in or is this, you know, how many, how, how are you pushing out this whole thing? Is there one set of commercials or how does this whole thing come together then? Because it's a pretty big yeah, idea. This, I mean, so what are you doing with it all? Yeah, this this uh, lives online and social. It, it's successful enough. It's obviously going to be a bit of our paid social. The organic and viral nature has been tremendous. Uh, it will be on uh, some actual uh, over-the-air or over-the-top TV as well. Uh, in terms of our roadmap, this is what we do. 
I mean, we're, we're doing something at this level more or less every month and, and maybe even more. Uh, we also kind of believe that there's a value in surprise. And so, I mean, we, we did oh, a Super Bowl commercial, for example. And you know what we didn't do? Give away the whole commercial okay. before it airs. Okay, okay. mm. you know, so you're telling me, like stop so asking me these questions. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let me uh, reintroduce you. I'm Barbara Kahn along with America's Reed. This is Marketing Matters. And we're joined by Dan Murphy, who's Liquid Desk Senior Vice President of Marketing. If you'd like to ask Dan or any of us a question throughout today's show, please feel free to call us at 1-844-WHARTON. That's 1-844-942-7866. Um, and we were just talking about the most, the, the, the most recent campaign, which is for... Uh, for Earth Day, which is that, you know, we won't let you fuck the planet. Um, and that campaign has been getting a lot of attention um, recently. Hey, Barbara, so can you just say that one about. more time? I just, I just like hearing <laughs> you say that, Barbara. <laughs> I don't get to hear you drop F-bombs. So yeah, much, like, like, when we're on I mean, maybe that's school. what's so just... fun about this campaign. And, and I got to watch all these videos, you know, in mm-hmm. preparation. I got to watch all the stuff that I don't, I'll tell you, I don't usually watch. Yeah. It's research, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was bleeped out though technically true, so true, it true, is true. totally safe for work yeah so what i what i want to ask you dan is like as you develop this how do you you know from a strategic perspective dan how do you how do you figure out the next uh iteration on the theme or on this you know there's probably you know this is like a, a game of chess there's probably several moves ahead talk a little bit about and i guess this feeds into your point about doing it real and doing it in an authentic way how do you think about those, you know, those next that, you know, V two, V three of this theme that you're working on yeah. to really reinstantiate and reinforce the brand? Well, we have a, we have a couple principles that really don't allow us to think too too far in the future. I mean, we believe we're in a very fractured information environment, and you kind of have to day trade for attention. So if you plan something for six months from now, it might not be popping six months from now. It could be could be something else. And then again, as I've kind of mentioned, we're a startup and you know what we love to do is find a hack, find a way like we did with a very famous face that we could get and we could have a part of this campaign. So we're always looking for a smart platform, um, a, a smart way to do it. And we're really unafraid to do things other brands don't do. In fact, we thrive on it. Yeah, so that's an interesting thing. If something, just say this had backfired, you know, maybe people really didn't like it. I mean, it seems unlikely because you know for a fact people would find this funny. But what would you do if something like that happened? How could you take something that's a mistake and yet move on? I'm curious if you have like a principle for that too. Well, I think for us, it would only be a mistake if it violated our core brand principles. Mm, mm-hmm. So it's it's really tough. I mean, our CEO, Mike, has said, you know, we're walking this fine line with what we do. If being edgy was easy, everyone would do it. Two degrees to the left, and it's lame or boring. Two right. degrees to the right, and you've fallen off, and it's offensive. And we don't do that. We're not needlessly provocative. Right. Um, so, you know, in the event that we misjudged that and we did something that wasn't great for the environment or fell off that tightrope, we'd probably apologize and go, okay, guys, you know, and we we would hope we've built enough goodwill with our fans and followers. They'd keep rocking with us. And Uh, Yeah. And just to build on that point, Dan, the other interesting aspect about this is that, yeah, you're being transparent and upfront 
and this is who we are. So we're not asking you to agree with it necessarily. We're saying that if you do agree with it, hey, jump on this bandwagon, become be part of our tribe, and let's roll, right? So there will be people who disagree, but you've made the decision that that's okay for those people. 100%. Not, is that, is, that's the decision calculus that you think about it? A hundred percent. And then also, as I mentioned, you know, especially in social, if people are kind of misinformed, like, you know, we did a Super Bowl commercial that had young actors and actresses, kids pounding the liquid death, and people thought we were encouraging, you know, children to drink, when in fact we were encouraging them to drink Drink water. water. (laughs) And that's a good thing, we we believe, for kids to drink water. They're excited about that, and they're not trying to get Red Bull or or, uh, sodas. Right. Well, you know, we'll have you back on our show when you make this one mistake. We'll see how you handle it, <laughs> if that's possible. But that's great. Dan, thank you so much for joining us. And where can our listeners go to find out more information and all the things that you're going to surprise us with um, on Liquid Death? You know, we're very active in social, Instagram and TikTok. Find Liquid Death there. And liquiddeath.com is a great, uh, you know, great repository of all the fun stuff we have done. Excellent. That's great. Thanks a lot for being here.